Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Heat at the moment. I know you'll be by our side, listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. And Pete's here. Yes, I am. Hello. Yes, it's uh, it's midweek, isn't yes. it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it is a strange day. It is indeed. Um, we did the live show on Sunday, but due to our generosity and the ruining of our recording <laughs> by some silly sausage, we thought we can't leave you wonderful listeners ramble this for a week. So here we are, a little later in the week than normal. But thanks to the International Week, we've got plenty to chat about. What I want to know is how much ramble can you handle? Yes, the normal amount. Yeah, I the, if, if, if anything, it's probably a little bit less, to yeah. be honest, because we are, we are uh, you know, times against this sort of thing. But yeah, uh, we're, we're being nice. Or did you mean us? 
I mean, that's just, just a general question. Just a general question. Put it out there. Shall we? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Well, mm. this is how we do it. <laughs> that was really tuneless. Yeah. Mm. This, um, is right. do it, uh, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Correct. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Owen doesn't like films. Mm. That is definitely true. We, yeah. We already knew this. Yeah. But the reminder of it is brilliant. He gave a list of films. Did he tweet this or was it in he an did. interview? He, he, he tweeted, yeah. He said, I hate, I hate watching films. Yeah. I've only... I, I, no, it was just, I, I've just watched my eighth film ever. Must have been bored. Hashtag hate films. Yeah, but he actually, he actually went more than that and sort of said that after 45 minutes he, he just can't watch any more mm. films. He listed the eight that he's seen, didn't mm. he? And the verb he used was interesting because he said, these are the films I've been forced to watch. Yeah. One yeah. of which was Jurassic Park. Right. What is, on, what is he on about? He's not going to get in the Hall of Fame like that, is he? No. One of them was Seabiscuit, <laughs> and I like the idea behind Seabiscuit, which is obviously about a famous horse. Yes. And someone's clearly said to him, I you like horses. Films, but you would love Seabiscuit, you yeah, yeah. about horses, and he still didn't like it. No. <laughs> Indeed. Well, um, I, yeah, when, the, when I saw the Jurassic Park thing, I thought, I'll no have that. You, you know the amount of you know the amount of sort of regular characters in, in this show that give us a lot of mileage. I sort of feel like Michael Owen's a bit underrated. Yeah, because he does give us a lot, but it's never for some crazy antic. It's no, always for not. something like this. It's more understated, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Indeed, it is, Luke. Indeed, it is. Well, um, uh, obviously, he doesn't like films. So, if you could have cast Michael Owen as a character in any film that's previously been released, which character? Would you have chosen, Jim? Well, I think um, you've got to be careful as a director or a casting director or whatever um, if you're casting Michael Owen because he's... Um, I don't think he'd be believable as a human man. I think you'd be better off casting him as a robot. Mm. Um, for that reason, I would have him in the Terminator movies. Uh, I think yeah. that'd be good. Well, as the Terminator? As the Terminator, yeah, just because of the way he sounds. Like, But I would imagine he'd be so bored by the whole process and so not into it and just so busy thinking about football. He'd keep getting lines wrong. It'd be like... Um, Aston La Villa, uh, babe, <laughs> babe um, I, I will come back in a bit. In a way, like, it does sound quite robotic, so yeah, it might exactly. actually work. He does, I, doesn't I it? want your clothes and your motorcycle. Yeah, and, and um, <laughs> a Have you visited football. Dubai? <laughs> Welcome to Dubai. I think that's a good start, Jim. Mm. I think that's a good start. Luke, what have you got? I have got quite a good one here, and I'm Ooh. actually confident-ish of getting the points on this one. Wow. Ooh. And I think you guys may agree with me when I say simply, Kevin McAllister, Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> he would be excellent as Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. Yeah. He's got pace, yes. so we'll get away from, from Joe Pesci and yeah. Daniel Stan. We had pace. The Wet Bandits. Yeah, but we're talking about an eight-year-old Michael Owen here, presumably. He's going to be rapid. Absolutely mm. rapid. Um, he's also got a little bit of a cheeky side to him, you know. Mm. Well done, he's thirteen and all that. Mm. Um, and I think he'd be very good. I think he'd be excellent. He'd look great mm. in a little bottle yeah. hat. And, and you hate being home alone because Kevin McAllister watches a lot of films when he's at very home, true. Which, you know, which is obviously a problem. Uh, for no, him. he watches one and he just hones in on that one. Bit, yeah, we don't see I, the whole thing. I imagine he'd <laughs> movie binge. That I imagine he'd really enjoy. Yeah. He'd really enjoy hanging out with cardboard people. I think that was, uh, he would really enjoy that. I don't think he'd notice. No. no. He'd yeah. probably think he was at a swinging party. Ha yeah. <laughs> ha, you guys are singing from the same hymn sheet as me. Yeah, just yes. like me. Um, I, but I could also see him, though, uh, I can't remember the pranks particularly, but like when they when they sort of skidded off uh, the floor, when the, yeah. was it Micro Machines or something he put down? Yeah, yeah. Or like the blowtorch on the head yeah. or the iron in the face or whatever it was. Um, I just seen him at the top it's of the stairs. It's a horribly violent movie. Yeah, it, it really is. is. <laughs> I could just see him at the top of the stairs going, get in there! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done there, a pair of bumbling criminals. Yeah. <laughs> it would work, it would really work. Peter, beat it. Um, I reckon Titanic. He could play Jack in Titanic because I would never. Because he has got a floppy hair. He had floppy hair when he was a kid, little curtains and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I would never tire of watching Michael Owen drift away on a door. 
<laughs> I would never tire of that. Yeah. yeah. I really would. Why? Because I don't like him. Why not? He was not. He wasn't very. Yeah. Do you not remember like the nine months? Peter's still personally out of pocket from that. (laughs) I am. England benefited from it though. I'm fairly certain I bought a shirt that season. (laughs) Well, they didn't because they had to pay compensation in Newcastle. Remember because he got injured on international duty. Yeah. Sorry. What was this glorious period of England's history that I forgot about? (laughs) England benefited, didn't they? He scored a lot of goals for England. (laughs) A lot of goals. He reminds you of Sven, and that makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah, Well, Sven in my version of Home Alone, Sven could pull a next door creepy goal with the. uh, with the shovel in the snow. <laughs> mm. yeah. No, this, this, that man doesn't have an ounce of sex appeal about him. And uh, um, uh, West Ham manager Fat Sam could play uh, John Candy's uh, character in Home Alone. Yeah, the, yeah. King, the polka king of the Midwest. Mm. Yeah. yeah, OK. Works. I yeah. yeah. I, I was going to think, instead of Michael Douglas um, in Falling Down... Oh, right, yeah. yeah. It's not good. I'm not buying that. No, he's mm. never going to get that angry. No. no, I don't think he's got that range of emotion. <laughs> if he did get that angry... Going from angry to angrier. <laughs> even that would be a stretch. And how... even if he did do that, he'd probably pop a hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> It'd how... be great just, like, dragging one leg around, yeah. getting really angry at the ills of society. Can you imagine how piss poor that film would have been with Michael yeah. Yeah. instead? <laughs> um, or, uh, I mean, I went on the, the, the same thing. You mentioned it earlier. Karate Kid as... Uh, Daniel Russo. No. Uh, well, you could have that as well. Or in the... Is it the third one or the no? I think it's the third one when the the, the sensei from the first one. Be, does he not? Yeah, beat Mike up? Barnes. Yeah, does he not beat him up or yeah. something? And just you know, Neville Southall's Mr Miyagi. Well done, he's thirteen. Yeah, and Terry Silver. I know he's older than thirty. He's twenty-two in the. And original. the guy with the amazing like slick back ponytail, yeah. Terry Silver. Yes. Yeah, they're all in it. Yeah. Um, I think Luke has got the yeah, point. Thanks, guys. I think that's fair. Mm. I think it would have been an absolute disgrace. Indeed. <laughs> 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 well, let's go on to the European uh, Championship qualifying um, uh, because it's all going up. People keep moaning, oh, the Premier League's back on the weekend. Yeah, we love the Premier League, but it's been great, the international yeah, it's been amazing. Mm. It's been much better than I think a lot of us thought. Yeah. Before we get on to that good stuff, let's talk about England. <laughs> um, uh, what do we make of all this Raheem Sterling business? Well, it's just, it's hugely blown out of proportion, isn't it? I think the issue is, why has Hodgson gone public with it? This is always going to happen. Keep it down, you'll wake him up. He's tired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, Jamie Carragher said this, that whether he's tired or or whether he's not, whatever the the conversation is with the manager, it should be kept private. But other people are suggesting that Hodgson is is kind of taking on Brendan Rodgers, because Rodgers has been uh, quite vocal about his... um, well, maybe not criticisms, but his annoyance at Liverpool players getting yeah. injured on duty. I think that's that is unfortunately, and while we, n- none of us are privy to the information of how players recover behind the scenes for England and for clubs, that's the nature of the beast. And Hodgson did actually say in his defence, our record that's returning players injured from international duty isn't actually that bad. And I, yeah. I don't have the um, I don't have the stats, but he said that. Um, but what I find is it is a bit unedifying and also a little bit pointless because mm. I mean, if you've got problems, just sort them out. There's no there's no need to have a sort of public. Power struggle. I do think um, which neither of you are acknowledging. That's exactly, a really petty thing. Ne- neither of them acknowledge mm. that there could be a bit of give and take. And I think that uh, also you, ne- you need to realise that it's worth doing it behind the scenes and getting it sorted out. And if um, if you've got an injury or, so, or if you've got a player like that, Hodgson should just be saying that he's tweaked the hamstring or something like that. Mm. He's got he needs, he needs a week's rest because he's had a little bit of a slight tweak. That's all you've got to say. Although, uh, is that such a great idea? Because surely Liverpool would react furiously to that, or at least their fan base would. If like they, he's if another player's come back injured, even if that injury no, is fictional. Just pick up the phone to Rodgers and say, this is what's happened. Um, we'll, we'll say he's got a slight tweak rules about this game. We expect to be fit for the weekend. And well, I'll just say it was tactical. Say, I wanted to try 
Adam Lallana instead. Yeah. Or well, hey, that's definitely better because then I suppose Sterling had to come on, yeah, didn't he? So I mean, Sterling's a great player. I but think better than that is that Raheem Sterling is 19 years old. You can't give him too much football. You're going to burn him out like the like you know so many players. Like, like Home Alone's Kevin McAllister. Exactly. Or you could just say, I'm the England boss. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in charge. I don't worry about it. I I'll don't. Call it, I don't. I want. Yeah, exactly. If, if Redknapp was manager, he'd try, just try to sign someone else. <laughs> okay, I'll bring someone else in. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hodgson questioned the, the, the day, the two day low intensity program for those explosive players that, that Liverpool use it for, like Sterling and Sturridge, for example. But right. again, I, I kind of understand where Hodgson's coming from. He's got to defend his position, and if he genuinely believes he's right and they're wrong, and people are uh, asking him a lot about this in the media, he probably thinks, "Hang on a minute, if you're saying this about me, I'm going to say this." But however, mm. I think Pete's, you know, take on it is probably the better one. He should just say, "Well, I'll speak to Brendan Rodgers in private, and I'll, I'll sort it out in private." What do you think about the public reaction to Sterling announcing that he's tired? Silly, yeah. Yeah, okay. but to the point where people say, "Oh, he's a footballer; he shouldn't be tired. Soldiers are tired." That sort <laughs> of crap. It's not even worth, not even worth thinking about. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I mean, Alan. A lot of the the play, a lot of people defended him. Alan Shearer came out and said, "You know, for the average working man, um, to hear about someone who earns a lot of money uh, and is in a privileged position slash deserved position, I think people forget mm. that it is incredibly difficult to become a professional footballer. A lot of hard work. Yeah, bloody right. I think people just think that, that they just they're just yeah, they're playing on every now and then. Exactly. Yeah, and also that they've not tried that hard to be there. My goodness, you have to be dedicated beyond belief. I'm sure should know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. Mean, it's irrelevant what someone doing a different job feels when they hear that. Yeah, it's, so, it's such a, it's a quite abstract concept. Well, it, but it should be this should be explained because because you know your average football fan may think, oh, for crying out loud, I'd I'd love to play for England, I'd love to play for this, and and, and it's like with any ignorance, it needs education, on education, but but an educated response is the answer, not just a kind of spout off. And like, the way the, the way sun the thing I don't like about it is also not that, that I saw what the sun said, so I can't say the, that. The but, but the kind of crap they usually come out with. But the people who are uh, sort of behind this outcry are almost automatically acting like they've never complained that they're tired. Yeah, it's like because I I'll be on the way here, Marcus and I were chatting, and I was like, yeah, I'm a bit tired today. Well, so surely everyone's entitled to be tired. That's right. Big bucks, yeah. you earn. I, I'm not less tired now because I'm earning slightly more money than like ten years ago. Yeah. It's not completely mutually exclusive. I'm not tired now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If you and I are walking along the street on the way to recording, for example, and I'm I'm just feeling exhausted, I need to perk myself up. I go, Luke, can, can you lend me a tenner, mate? <laughs> yeah. Not going to sort it out. Is Sven yeah. never looks not tired, right, does he? No, he, that's fair. You know, he does. That's true, actually. He's, yeah, tired, but he sleeps on nope. a very nice um, bed. With <laughs> Egyptian cotton sheets, yeah, and a duck feather pillow. <laughs> no doubt, those were well documented. A black unicorn feather pillow. That's right. A memory foam mattress, definitely in a heart. Shape. I can't get with the memory foam. I was actually, I was actually um, <laughs> with the what? Sorry, the memory, memory foam, foam mattress. I I, you lay on it, and it's sort of your shape goes into it, and it's it's like it hugs you a bit. I, suppose, oh, I don't think I've experienced that. Might, I bought a bed about eighteen months ago. It's more expensive to get a memory foam one. It is. Temper, I think, uh, the, the sort of market leaders who make them. Um, and I just couldn't get with it. I just went for the um, single wrapped coiled springs. I, I spent I spent so. a inordinate amount of money on a tempura mattress, right. uh, which makes it sound like it's deep fried. It's temper, not tempura. <laughs> tempura. Tempura. Yeah. I'd imagine uh, you're a waterbed man. And, uh, oh, don't be dirty. Do you have a waterbed in the 90s? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my ex couldn't get up with it, so uh, we had to get rid of it. Pen's ex. Had to sell it on. You had to get rid of one. So maybe Ram <laughs> Stone should invest in a slightly more 
um, palatable mattress. Or yeah. everyone should just grow up and fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go yeah. for that one. I vote that. Yeah, indeed. Well, I, I suppose we, we can talk about this all day long, or maybe not. But uh, go over It'd to the website. Eh? It would be, yeah, indeed. And we'd have to draw out some money. But um, uh, go over to the website because the magnificent Kelly has written possibly the best article I've, I've read on this matter actually on our yeah, website. That's not good. a genuine. Well, it is a plug for the website. Yeah. It's our bloody podcast. So up yours. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, get on that and. and Sail it home, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> um, Joe Hart was voted man of the match for both the San Marino and Estonia matches on the Vauxhall website. The FA will hold talks with Vauxhall about this. <laughs> yeah, well, is that, that is it a crisis talks? Or That'll teach you. Anti-democratic, right? I just two clean sheets. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, well, all the other on-field on players, outfield players were so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see any other outfield players make a single save. So. <laughs> all I'm saying is Joe Hart may not. Yeah, Joe Hart may have not made that many saves. But how are we measuring his concentration levels? They're not mm, well, absolutely yeah. top-notch. Tip and top. as we all know, I mean, ask Manuel Neuer. That's a massive part of being a great goalkeeper. Mm. Yeah. Don't have a go at him. Don't have a go. Those, those, those. That's basically going to be a record forever now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's in the history books. Yeah. Lovely old job. Well, the problem is, if, if you're going to pass these things over to public uh, choice, because I can remember, I, know this, I don't mean this in a flippant way, but of course, this is put out to people who presumably can vote for the internet and stuff like that, so it's yeah. over to abuse. But I remember in the 90s. You post all votes. When, yeah, you probably get, they're coming in now, probably. Yeah. You get, um, you used to get the old red button vote in the sky in the late 90s. And yeah, Jamie Redknapp used to win everyone yeah. because, <laughs> because all the girls would be voting for him yeah, and Beckham right. and stuff. So it, it, it's always been open to abuse. Yeah. All the girls, eh? Mm. Uh huh. And some boys. I mean, I'll probably vote for Beckham and Redknapp a couple of times. You're no. basically just confessing that you were sat there voting over and over again. Yeah, but if, if they warranted the win, or, or not the win, the, the, yeah. the man of the match. I'm right? just questioning how many girls you know. That's all, Luke. Yeah. Not, not that many. <laughs> not that many how that ma- voted. Think about how many you think on, though, and then half it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, half a girl. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, to Group D. Yes. This is where the fun begins. Is D for death? Oh, yeah. <laughs> D for destiny. Um, D for Deutschland. Germany drew one all with the Republic of Ireland. John O'Shea on his 100th <laughs> appearance yeah, for Ireland. 95th minute or something. With less than a minute to go. He in, plays in for 90- Ireland. He looks like Peter Kay. He is a centre-half <laughs> baby. He is John O'Shea. Nice. Lovely. That's what should be on the terraces, but no one listens. Yes. <laughs> well, I um, uh, When I was on my way back from Old Trafford once upon a time, we're, I think I've got because you can get a um, little tip for you if you uh, pretend to be in the uh, London Man United Sports Club you can get cheaper train tickets uh, in, in, in the booking in the group booking yeah. good stuff how, um, do, how do you get away with that then do you uh, need to supply a, a number or something fake moustache is this a, um, a tacit admission that you are a Man United fan because people have asked yeah. questions yeah. oh no no and no, no, also no that you're a criminal <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, defrauding no, a, our fine no I'm, I'm genuinely not a Man United fan as you all ruddy well know um no, I'd never been to Old Trafford before, and a, and a couple of months. You just ago. thought you'd go along and support the bullies that you like. <laughs> I was in the away end, say no more. Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> this 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 uh, uh, drunken Irish man who was a part of the supporters on the way back started singing uh, a rendition of John O'Shea to the tune of Yesterday by the Beatles. Okay, that's not bad. Nice. Yeah, it's a bit morose though. And I believe in John O'Shea, but with the Irish accent, it kind of worked. I think. Yeah, but I don't think really that's going to um, rouse the team, John is it? O'Shea. It's no. not going to get behind yeah. that, are you? Oh, true. I mean, in the, in its context, it was I'd a... like to hear that um, sung sort of context. I can rem- imagine that being sung. Maybe they've been knocked out of a tournament. John O'Shea's missed a penalty. Yeah. Everyone's getting around it. And, and I believe in John O'Shea. Him. Yeah, lift him up. Well, yeah, so it was definitely, it would have been out of place. Should have been gets to a, the... a wonderful equaliser. What a finish. Yeah. It really was. Last a, minute a, as well. A real poacher's goal, that one. Um, uh, Germany, 
I mean, Germany, obviously, they beat, they beat Scotland 2-1, and I think most people would agree that Scotland should have got something out of the yeah. game, or they were unlucky not to, whereas Germany should have beaten the Irish. Yeah, I, th- I think, though, I think that, actually, if you, if you take it down to the details, Germany are a little bit arrogant in this qualifying campaign, mm. in my opinion. I mean, they're you, missing a lot of players but as well. You, you they're, missing a lot of sh- they're missing a lot of chances. They had so many shots against Ireland, and even more yeah. against Poland, and they didn't yeah. win either of those, they're those matches. They're experienced players in the team well. They're missing, obviously, Schweinsteiger, Royson and Ozil. Now, I'm going to say this again, because I said it at the live show, Quick one on Ozil. Yes, uh, thank you for pointing out. That, uh, oh, God, we have to listen to this again. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that I said he, he would never play for Mourinho. Of course, he did under Real, under Real Madrid. I even saw him play in the flesh there. What I meant was, of course, that uh, he, I don't think he would ever play for Mourinho in the Premier League for that Chelsea side. So uh, let's learn to love again and stop the tweets. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't stop the tweets. <laughs> Thanks for listening to what I say. It's, yeah. uh, let know, me let me uh, just to clarif- that, clarify what I th- so mean about Germany. Yes. Of course, they've lost. Not only have they lost the players you've listed death for injury, but they've mm. also lost Lam Mertesacker uh, closest through retirement. Yeah. And of course, there's going to be a certain amount of inertia around the fact they've won the World Cup. But if you look at the squad they've picked and the teams they've played. Mm. Uh, you look at players like uh, Durham, who's got five caps, he played. Yeah. Ginter, he's got five caps. Rudiger's got four caps. Mm, Bellarabi's exactly. got two caps. Max Cruz only got eight caps. And, they, and, they, and they've so thrown them in. experimenting in a qualifying campaign. Against Poland, in a massive derby. Yep. And against Ireland, who have got a, a huge amount of season Premier League players who are canny. Not necessarily mm, yeah. the most talented, but very canny. And that will happen. Well, I've got one question for you. Where was Sydney Sam? Yeah, well, exactly. On a case. Oh, he's undercover. <laughs> <laughs> he's undercover and he's gone too deep. He's yeah. hunting for drones. He was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more but on the, them later. But, but I, th- I think someone like Lam, like 30 years old, retiring from international yeah, football. I find that very hard. I know he's just won the World Cup, but. What's he I mean, got left to do, though? I I European Championship. Well, well, yeah, well, I don't, I don't really care. It's a vocation, oh, not a. Your favourite son, Alan Shearer, he retired in 2030. And he didn't win shit. Well, <laughs> what is shit? Are you complaining Let, that they're too tired, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Les Ferdinand barely got picked. Yeah, and he's true. his actual favourite Newcastle player. He would be first player. name on the team sheet now, <laughs> <Les> <laughs> Why have you got a Les Ferdinand mentioned there? Because he's, he's more of my favourite player than Alan Shearer. Okay. Mm. Sir Les. Also, he's got to balance yeah. up how Kevin Keegan mentions. Let him have it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Can I mention Beardor? Fair enough. Says R, who's mentioned Sven about three times yeah. already. But do you understand what I mean with the players they've picked? I know, I do. I do. They could have been. The, the players they've got in their squad, okay, I understand they've got players missing. But if you look at that squad they've picked, it's mm. a very small squad. And it's got a lot of inexperienced players in it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, look, they, okay, so they, they ground out a win against Scotland. Fair enough. Losing away to Poland, uh, and and the poles were really, really up for that. And Germany on another day, you know, Podolski hits one off the bar, might have mm. had something in that game. Poland were emphatic in that game. The atmosphere was incredible. It was. It really was. But um, and Germany were largely probably the better side, but Poland just sort of picked yeah, them but off. The energy and the vim they had. Yeah, was... but uh, but against Ireland, you know, they, they should have won it. And I think that's the worrying thing. If you you know, like Italy at the moment. They're not playing particularly well. They don't have many great players like we've seen in previous Italian sides, but they're winning. Mm. Yeah, they're scraping it, though. They Malta are. and Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, but, yeah, they've, yeah. but they've got six points from those games. Exactly, yeah. Whereas Germany certainly have not. We were all worried that because the European Championships has been expanded and there yes. are more teams in it, that um, that would that would ruin it. But what it does seem to have mm-hmm. done for at least the qualifying campaign is give a lot of teams the bit between their teeth. So they're all really going mm. for it. Agree. None of this yes. sort of, like, just shut up shop against the big boys try and, try and scrape a draw. Everyone's going for it because it, you've got to. It's, it's, there's a chance there. It's definitely one of the more memorable weekends of international football. I think certainly yeah, this uh, not early in qualifying, but it's you know, early enough. Yeah. Sure. yeah, certainly early on in qualifying. Yeah. I don't remember around being this good before. But you look at a team who's really benefited, and that's Northern Ireland. Because yeah, if, yeah. if you go into a qualifying campaign under the previous um, Euros, Northern Ireland are probably thinking about 
seedings and parts yes. of where they mm, can yeah. finish and trying to, trying to really maximise their results against teams they can uh, similar level to them or just slightly above. Now, they think, well, two and a half teams out of this group qualify. So there's only six teams in the group. In some cases, there's five teams in the mm. group. And so it gives them a real chance. And they've got uh, nine points from nine so far. And they've played the two hardest games in the group already. And a couple of big teams, certainly before the World Cup, they limped to qualifying for that co- competition. Yeah. So you just sort of think, well, we could squeeze in it like at the expense of someone like Portugal, you know. England. England. Yeah. <laughs> no, to be fair, England are doing all right. Really well, well in, in comparison to everyone else, the, the big sides, the, your Germany's, your, your Netherlands and stuff, it's we're doing all right. Ends. Spain, Spain. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, indeed. But I thought Scotland, Scotland seized the qualification. Scotland, uh, Scotland showed a lot against Poland. I was yeah. really impressed yeah. with them. Uh, Poland had oh, a lot sorry, before we move on to Ireland, I've oh, just sorry. got to say one more thing. Sorry, mate. Um, I, I did enjoy uh, when Martin O'Neill shook hands with uh, Yogi Love at the end, and O'Neill was trying. You know how O'Neill's quite a nice guy, and you'd imagine he would say too much to someone. Oh, he's he, the sort of guy who wouldn't leave. Yeah, yeah. Your house. And, and he mean? was. Yeah, he was shaking hands and sort of saying something in his ear. Um, as you'd expect him to have, say, maybe Germany had sort of hammered them or, or beaten them quite convincingly, saying, oh, you know, it was, it was great and it was a good tactical display by yourselves, we've learned a lot, da da da. But he was really in his ear, and Yogi Love clearly didn't want mm. to be. Probably scared of Keane. Half an iron Keane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scared yeah, But after, the, after your side has just dropped two points right in the last minute, Love's yeah. just like, just shut up. No, he's, 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 he's just in his ear going, so tell us more about the German cannibal. I want to know <laughs> everything for yeah. my case he'd be files. One of those he's Northern people. Irish, though, I remember. He'd be one of those people. Bar, 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 bar. I don't know. <laughs> not very good at accents. Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm Sorry, good at my own one. I'm, I'm barely good enough at my own. <laughs> O'Neill would definitely be one of those people where when you say goodbye to them, he shakes your hand and then he says something else, but he doesn't let go of your hand and yeah. you're just aware of yeah. that. Yeah, 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 really and the handshake point. gets more limp and more limp. Yeah. What I liked about Matt O'Neill is he did sort of say, uh, you know, we could have. I, I don't mind us losing 2 0 as long as we've gone for the for our you know single goal. And yeah. they, they got their goal and I thought it was uh, a really, really. They Excellent are. performance. They T- Tony Cruz's goal was a lovely one. Mm. It was a lovely Off one. But uh, Scotland, Luke, sorry. To... Yeah, what was I saying? Scotland, oh yeah. Um, it's a good point for them, probably. It, it was a good point. I was impressed with them. I thought Pine had a lot of the ball and had chances to take it. But yeah, Scotland. Had, on in particular. They did. And Scotland had a chance to go on, with Maloney. They had a chance to go 3 1. Oh, well, but it was a good save. It was a good save. And, and I think, but that shows that Scotland were well worth the point, in mm. my view. And um, the other thing I was going to say was that the first goal for Scotland was amazing. And your beautiful uh, move. Uh, yeah. Lovely setup. Really right? tidy. I mean, this is the best Scotland team I can remember. They, they certainly seem to have kind of got the bit between their teeth and just realised that, you know, this is the time to have a go at this. This yep. is the best Scotland team that Scotland can remember. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing some nice stuff. I was mainly referring to their alcohol intake, to be honest. I know what you're referring to, and yeah. I'd like to distance myself from it. <laughs> you're really having a go at the Celtic Twitter. nations today, aren't I you? I am, just a big... No, doing, <laughs> impression, doing, doing an attempt at an accent is not having a go. <laughs> Though, well, if it was Jamaica, I would be in trouble. I think the public will decide. <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon they'll let you know what they decide on. Yeah. Yeah. Donaldson. I was going to say that my, my most vivid memory recently of Scotland that playing this well is um, under Walter Smith. Yep. When they mm. had the group to qualify for the 2006 World Cup, and they had Italy, of course, went on to win it, and they had Norway, and they almost beat Italy at home, and Grosso scored late on, and to, it was, finished one all. Of course, they finished behind Italy and Norway, but they could have they could have done something there. Well, yeah, I, maybe sorry, mate, yeah. I may be misremembering this, but um, haven't they in fairly recent years had a couple of qualifying campaigns where they've narrowly missed out, where they've started really poorly mm. and then just kind of really geared up? This is a bit different mm. because they've started well. Well, the, the 2008. Euro qualifiers, I think, was where they narrowly missed out. I think, if my memory serves me well, their last game 
um, this was a few days before England lost at home to Croatia, they lost at home to Italy when, had they have beaten Italy, they would have gone through. And right. I, think, I think they beat France home and away in that group. I did, because yeah. James, James Thingy scored. Yeah, they definitely won. James yeah, was an amazing guy for them, didn't he? Well, he scored that long ranger in yeah. France. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and, and Scotland played really, really well. And, and, but, but again, though... When they won in when they won in France, it was you know one of the greatest robberies in the history of European qualification. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, it was one of those ones where it was the only shot on target. Mm. It was a, a speculative thirty-five yard or whatever it was, and they won. Whereas this time round, you know, we're unlucky not to get something against Germany. Mm. You know, only beat Georgia one 0 I mean, they, they dominated the match. I thought they played well against Georgia. I thought Fletcher and Naismith geared up, yeah. uh, linked up very nicely. Indeed. Well, I was pleased that Naismith scored because um, he hasn't. Uh, I think that may. I think that's his first goal in qualifying. You know, he's uh, unlucky. He's Chances, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's doing so well for Everton, so, so it was good to see him there. Um, but but Strachan's got them believing, um, and, and Hoddle said that as well. He, you know, he said um, you know, back in the day that Scotland teams always believed they could get something. Um, no matter who they were playing, I remember that in the, the teams in the nineties yeah, under yeah. Um, a certain Craig Brown, and, and uh, obviously the last time they qualified was ninety eight. But they always believed they could get something out mm. of the game. Um, whereas under Bertie Votes, I think it was, and maybe one or two other managers, the, the belief went. And yeah. Charlie Nichols, Nicholas used to say that he used to get so annoyed that Scotland wouldn't finish fourth or even third in qualifying because they finished like fifth, mm. and you go down the rankings, you, you're in a, a lower oh, pot, and you've got to claw your way back up. There. They yeah. started a home game without a strike. At one point, it got yeah. Oh, did, Craig Levine, of course. That yeah. was against Czech Republic, I think. Mm. But, but there is real belief in, in, in a lot of the, the home nations as well. I mean, uh, Poland and Ireland are the top of the group. I know Ireland are not home nation. I wasn't calling them that. I'd moved on <laughs> to a different point. Um, <laughs> At Pete Donaldson. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but they're top of the group with, with seven points off three games. Scotland and Germany are, are below. But, you know, the other home nation who are having a remarkable time in the Northern Irish, as you said yeah. earlier. Slamming it. Yes. I mean, they, they dance. What a win in Greece. That is a tricky place for anybody yeah. to go. And Greece really turned the screen at times. Yes, I mean if Spain or Germany or whoever, uh, you know, certainly England went to Greece and won 2-0, that's a very good result. I'm, I'm almost happy that we did lose the recording of the live show because I'm fairly certain Luke Moore did say that uh, Northern Ireland could get a result in this match. Uh, Greece, yeah, and, I, uh, I, I, I did think that and I think that... Where's the proof? Constantly. Where's the proof though, Luke? In my own mind. <laughs> You've just provided it. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're questioning <laughs> yourself. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm very much secondary evidence. <laughs> what you should have done is you should have let me say what I was about to say, which is I called it and you could have denied it. <laughs> but, um... But, um um, the reason I said that at the time, the reason I still say that now is because um, if you score a goal against Greece, you're halfway there because mm. they never score. <laughs> and you say Greece turned the screw. Greece always turned the screw. They never score. Mm. They, they, their goal scoring record is so poor. I think they've scored one goal so far in qualification in total. Mm. They scored a really low amount of goals to get to the World Cup. Yeah. In general, they just cannot score. And even though they've got Ranieri on board now, who's a little bit more expansive, if you get a goal against them, they, they yeah. very, very rarely score more. When, when it was 2-0 down and they really had a chase the game, they just they had nothing. nothing. They, tried no, to go no, down, they tried to go down the channels, but yeah. there was nothing. There was nobody in the middle. It was mm -hmm. just strange. Even at 1-0 down, I mean, they, they, they conceded the second one from Kyle Giraffati because um, <laughs> yeah. because they were just trying so desperately to score, but it didn't really Well, uh, well yeah, is it, I mean, you know when the chips go your way, when the first Northern Ireland goal went in, which was rather fortunate. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was an own yeah. goal, really. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, but, but that's the luck you have. You ride your luck, you take your chances and, and, and play well and defend and defend well. And so they're a goal up, so Greece are then going to have to push forward, mm. which allowed Lafferty to go one-on-one -on -one with the defender. I mean, he nearly scored, I think it was in the first half when he hit the bar. 
And then when in the second one, I mean, Lafferty looked fantastic. He yeah. seems to have a pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, campaign. that second goal they scored, and obviously the only goal he scored was superbly taken. He, he ran like half the length of the pitch. He seems like Roasted a different player for them. He's yeah. obviously signed for Norwich now. He's not scored for them yet. I don't think. He's not so it's the daily David Healy factor. But he yeah. um, he helped Palermo get promoted from Serie B, didn't he? Mm. And he left because um, Zamparini, the mad owner, said that oh, yeah. he, he couldn't control his womanising or something. So he, <laughs> so he wow. left. And now he's wow. at Norwich. He's, he's not scored for Norwich. I don't know, maybe he doesn't really suit the system that well. But he certainly, he's got three and three, hasn't he, now, did you just say? for, for uh, Yeah, he scored against Hungary, and I think he scored against... I'm pretty Fair sure Island. he's got three and three, yeah. So yeah. He's, he's doing very well for them. Yeah, great start for food. Well, they've got to the point now, again, I don't want to reiterate, you know, flog a dead horse too much. But because of the way they're set up t- to qualify now, mm. they've got nine points already. Yeah, I think, um, and two of their hardest games. I think they they might be away to Romania next month. Or yeah, maybe I'll that's the only point. tough one they've got left. Yeah, and and um, the manager Michael O'Neill was saying before the campaign. I remember this. He said we need fourteen points to have a chance. They've got mm. nine already. Mm. Yeah. The, the, the tricky thing then, of course, is if they get themselves into a position, it's a position that they've never found themselves in mm. before, yeah. and that's when the nerves come the in. Yeah, that's when the nerves come in. Um, so, but you know, more power to their elbows. Mm. Don't forget, one of their games is going to be away at the Faroe Islands. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not really going to be pressure there. I know Hungary only beat one 0 or something, but it's not. It's not too much of a big deal. That's another. You'd think, really. I don't want to jump the gun. And well, the others will take points. That's, a, that's another three points. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Well, Hungary drew with Romania, and, and you know, Greece and Romania. Mm. There's, there's not much between those. So. They've got to be very, very confident of at least a playoff now. Yeah, they mm. really have. That won't be enough at this stage, though. With this start, they want, they're going to want to try and qualify automatically. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Um, the Welsh. Uh, Another win, another good result for them. But I think the really encouraging thing for them is obviously they're picking up points. But Gareth Bell, he looks like, well, he does love playing yeah, for Wales. He really does, does. Yeah. Now, and I don't want to start having a go at Ryan Giggs because he was a magnificent player, um, obviously. Um, and I know his Welsh career, sometimes people can have a little bit because he's a different type of player to, mm. to Bale I mean I think Giggs would probably get the ball and look for the run mm. which you know Bale's a little bit more direct isn't yeah, it yeah perhaps a, a, you know Dwight York on his game would make and maybe Wales didn't have the players but Bale is an impact player he's the perfect player for them grab the ball and off he goes hit one from distance etc et they just need to be solid because they've got a well, genuinely one of the world's greatest players mm. and so he's, he can he can win games against teams like Cyprus on yeah. his own Bale in mm. theory mm. because he's, he's, he is that good mm. and so if Wales can be solid and they've got a few decent amount of Premier League operators yeah. solid operators when Ramsey comes back of course that'll be a huge benefit to them Joe Allen's have been out as well he's well, solid for them they're yet. the two so they've picked up four points you know obviously home to, to Bosnia-Herzegovina and uh, which is a good, which is a really good point and, yeah. uh, with, and without two very key players and Hennessy played out of his skin in that match mm. not so good against uh, Cyprus, yeah. against Cyprus he sort of flapped at one so right. I think he was kind of impeded by one of his own players but you'd expect him to get a punch on it he doesn't yeah. play much does he Hennessy no. King's tackle was horrible wasn't it dreadful <laughs> Yeah, that was an Achilles killer yeah really bad oh, it really he deserved was. to walk for that for sure Bale was getting chopped all over the place yeah well. he was they were very angry about that lovely setup from Bale for Robson Carney mm. but that's, nice. that's what he brings isn't it it's that, yeah. it's that touch of class and he's he's going to be so crucial for them on, on set pieces because it is little margins like that where your quality is higher than that of a smaller nation, and that will get yeah. you the, maybe the one goal you need. Let me just ask you a quick question yes. on, on this, just in general. There are some of the results we've seen, like um, Portugal lost home to Armenia, <clears> or something like that. Albania. Albania, Albania sorry, yeah, but, forgive on. me. Uh, Iceland have obviously beaten the Netherlands, which we're going to come on to. Mm. And Bosnia lost at home to Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because of the new qualification and I, people just and t- some teams just genuinely think we got a real chance here? I think so. Maybe if so, well, Pat only deserves credit because it, I thought it was going to ruin this tournament. Yeah, yeah. Well, t- well, we haven't got the tournament yet. But, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I, understand, I understand that. No, no, you're right. Uh, you're right. I think it, I think it's been brilliant. I think that that is a factor to it, definitely. Because uh, think about the psychology if you're uh, a Cypriot player. 
Or, or even, like we said, maybe Northern Irish or something, you go away to Hungary and you think to yourself, well, we're not going to qualify, you know, we're playing for sort of fourth, fifth spot, whatever, you know, it's... It's I'm not a, a great attitude, is I'm it? I'm a yeah. bit, dare I say, tired. You know, there's a, a big game next week. You know, they, they are human beings. They, they, yeah. they may well think that. They may not. Okay, mm. I'm not saying they do. Um, but but when it's kind of like no guys we can get to a tournament here mm. we haven't been to a tournament for a long time for, for maybe or, or ever in the I don't think Cyprus have been to a tournament for example um, but uh, but the Welsh you know the, uh, the, I mean Wales when they were in the group with England um, you know and, and uh, that was the time when of course they went to England and lost one nil and we were unlucky not to get something you know uh, uh, Gary Speed of course got Wales yeah. going yeah. yeah and it looks as though the good work has been continued mm. um, by, by by Coleman and. You look at that home game again, Wales versus Cyprus. It's just been a non-event yeah, in, yeah, in the past. Yeah. And people turn up, yeah, wh- whatever. Now the crowd are right behind them. Obviously, Bale gives them a, a lift, but they're thinking, this is a crucial game. Yeah. Yeah. We win this, we're in there. We're yeah. in the hat for quarterfinals. They're excited about the, just the potential Absolutely. of points. Absolutely. Like the they're, off, they're off to Belgium next, aren't they? So that's a real yeah. test for them. It, yeah, it's, a, it's but, more than but, a tricky one. Yeah, but Belgium <laughs> drew, didn't they? So that's, that's great. How really nice is it to just be reporting on good news from all of the home nations and the Republic as well? It's, it's yeah. just brilliant. In, if, if the same sort of thing happens in the next round again, you start thinking, well, we could all qualify. Yeah, <laughs> no way. I think it's Scotland and Ireland obviously being in the same group. All four in the same group. Yeah. <laughs> that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. The local police might not think that. Mm. There should be no. a trophy for it. <laughs> like the, the Six Nations. <laughs> Whoever wins the group gets a trophy and then the four nations. maybe another There's one. There's no chance we've got to win Certainly anything. <laughs> group A. Iceland to the Netherlands nil. Once again, I will tout this. Iceland are the most overachieving nation in football, similar to population to that of Coventry, 325,000. And a lot of those will be old people, babies, women. Yeah. Coventry in the right side. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not a nation. No, true. But I'm not, Despite what they say. I'm not, <laughs> the sky I'm not blue comparing nation. them to Coventry City FC. I'm comparing the populations. Mm. What a season Sigurdsson's having. Yeah. Fantastic at club level and yeah. the best level. He's not. I think he's got the most assists of any player in the Premier League so far. Wow. He's joint top scorer in the European qualification. That second goal he scored, or the, well, I don't know if it was the second goal, but the goal that wasn't the penalty against the Netherlands was an absolute yeah. class finish. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. Um, really good stuff for him. Yeah, Iceland, it's, it really is fantastic. Again, of course they've got a chance. It was a shame that they missed out in World Cup. Uh, Came very close qualifying. in the playoffs, mm. didn't they? My goodness. Do yeah. you think we're, in, we're likely to have a big a big player miss out? Because it's, pretty much every group has got mm. like some sort of underdog like, really making a, yeah. a noise. I think a lot of teams could miss out here, Jim, because what might happen is a few of them might get put in playoffs against each other. Yeah. And then not, like we had with Portugal and Sweden for the World Cup, and obviously it was mm. Latan and Ronaldo. I think if you, get, if you look at, say, something like... You could easily see the, the playoffs in its early early days, but the playoffs being something like Switzerland could be in there, Holland could be in there, they're mm. adrift. You know, you could have uh, Belgium in there, Bosnia could be in there, they start poorly. So you're going to have a, a mm. lot of sort of household name players in the, in the playoffs at least. That's true. Oi, Pete, Spain won a game, lol. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly after the game they played before that. <laughs> Goodness me. Losing to Slovakia. They dropped Casillas for the Liechtenstein. Mm. As well they should. Dropping the football. <laughs> the, the Slovakian winner against them in the game before was absolutely fantastic. The celebration <laughs> yeah. was yeah. magnificent. From mm. ex-Chelsea, Miroslav Stock, wasn't yeah. it? As I said at the last shot, he's one of the few you know, world goalkeepers who, who has a Leviashin medal mm. at Casillas. And he just, he's just... How was he now? 32, maybe? Yeah, he's not shit. actually that old. No, he's, he's still sure. He's got probably... Eight years in him. Oh, no, yeah. Mourinho's, Mourinho's in his head. Still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? 
Maybe uh, maybe he has been doing the Leviathan where he has a, um, a shot of vodka or something before he starts. <laughs> or I mean, he was. Did he actually do that? Yeah, he, did, he had a cigarette. Fault. He said a cigarette to calm the nerves and a um, and a shot of some kind of alcohol to firm the muscles. Nice. Wow. That's well, I mean, that's just science. Yeah, that's absolutely. just a, that's that's just <laughs> me remembering the Dean Wonder Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> good, alcohol actually good. started as a muscle firmener. Yeah, it did it. Yeah, my um, giddy aunt. But I mean, he was directly at fault for both goals. Mm. Mm, I agree. <laughs> Awful. Dear, dear. Costa got off the mark, though, didn't he? Costa did get off the mark. Um, uh, and it's Luxembourg. Yeah. Top man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sorry, I said Liechtenstein earlier. Sorry, it was Luxembourg. Luxembourg You're absolutely it? right, yeah, forgive yeah. me. Um, Andrews Iniesta was awarded the Golden Foot Award um, uh, recently. Good. Do you remember that award? We, we often mention it. Forlan famously won it, did he? Did Forlan win it? Drogba won it last year. Ibrahimovic the year before. I've got a feeling Forlan might have won it in 2010. Ryan Giggs won it in, in 11, I think. Okay. Maybe Forlan did win it. It's a kind of award that he uh, Obscure trivia, this. Yeah, well, it's given to players over the age of 28 and can only be won once. And their feet are... How would you sort of put in... Um, players have impression made of their feet, isn't it? That's right, yeah. yeah. And it's put on the, 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 the Champions Promenade in, in Monaco. Monaco, the home, home of football. football. The, home of, uh, <laughs> the former home of the Super Cup. Yeah, indeed. Well, the home of football's money, money, you'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Along with Switzerland and, Pete, uh, and Jersey. There, there is no money in football, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you park up the wrong tree there. Yeah, it's, um, we sorry, only have surpluses. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry, right, rainy right. day money. There's no, there's no profit. <laughs> no, no profit margin at all. Um, uh, while he was um, uh, putting his feet into the gold mould um, uh, on the stage... Uh, in front of everybody. I'm pretty sure, if you watch the footage, the house band are playing a rendition of Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. Not bad. Wow. Maybe he yeah. personally requested it. They do things properly. Very awkward. I haven't seen that video. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but uh, going back to Group C, Belarus lost 3-1 to the mighty Slovakians. Slovakia are on the march. Uh, they mm. bloody well are. They bloody well are. I look forward to seeing them. Mm. Um, take points off England at the tournament um, but yeah one of their goals came from the goalkeeper leaving um, the ball to go wide and it kicked off the post he thought that's wide get your angles get your angles sort of the post and, and the, sort of thing I do when I deputise him <laughs> goal for a half the board slotted into the half empty net um, uh, just to finish would that off. go down as a keeper error yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ask, ask Casillas I suppose what about in group H a 15 year old play for Norway yeah taking the piss yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they won though, didn't they? Yeah. And then, uh, oh, did you see um, Johansson slid to keep the ball in play at the end of the match, accidentally slid into the Bulgarian manager, Penev, and upended him. <laughs> and pushing of, and shoving ensued. I sort of feel like everyone who's listening to this show now is just saying, come on, just talk about Serbia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we go to Dubai? slid into Bulgarian... Ma- who cares? Yeah. <laughs> People on, at this five. point are now rewinding, going, did I miss it? Did I miss the Serbia show? <laughs> Group irate... <laughs> um, Serbia versus group international incident. <laughs> <laughs> group group your potential face. actual death. Yeah. Group I don't want to go on either side of this fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Serbia versus Albania was abandoned. Unprecedented scenes. There's a lot of history and politics uh, with, with these two. Sasa, uh, Sasha Ebrulji um, wrote about this in, in the Guardian. He used to write for the Football Ramble. Mm. Yes, of course. Good man. Uh, excellent man. Um, we saw him first. <laughs> the veneer of respect. Respectability he yeah. needed to get yeah. into yeah. the Guardian. Yeah. I'm going to very, very quickly go through it. Kosovo is the main talking point um, between these two nations. Many ethnic talking Albanians. Talking points? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> well, many ethnic Albanians inhabit Kosovo, which is between Serbia and Albania. This is, of course, um, Sasha's uh, article. Um, and also uh, history. Kosovo became an autonomous province under Serbian control in post World War II Yugoslavia. The Albanians in Kosovo used the breakup of Yugoslavia to strive for independence from Serbia. This resulted in a war that ended with NATO's intervention in 1999. In 2008, the local government in Kosovo declared independence, recognised by the US, the UK and many other countries but Serbia disputed this 
enter the drone. Yeah. <laughs> um, enter uh, the Prime Minister's brother-in-law. <laughs> who was arrested, but he's been released. OK. So, uh, yes, it's been alleged, um, obviously, during the first half, a drone flying the Albania flag with a picture of Kosovo and a so-called, the so-called Greater Albania area mm. onto it flew onto the sta- into the stadium. One, now, what I found really strange was one of the Serbian players sort of pulled it down. It was Kolarov, wasn't it? Oh, was it Kolarov? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. It's got to be taken down. Yeah. Doesn't matter what side of the fence. Oh, I don't think it was Kolarov. He's no, definitely involved. He's definitely involved. One of, the, one of the players pulled it down. What was really strange and, and shows the passions here, the, the players didn't sort of think, well, maybe the players did, uh, oh, bloody hell, get that off and let's get on with it. When he pulled it down and he was about to take it away, two of the Albanian players ran up to grab the flag off him as if to say, no, 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 that's our flag, mate, we'll have that. Yeah, yeah. Free flags. If there's a free flag going, I'm having it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the greater Albania flags, too. Yeah. Um, and and it's it, it sparked um, horrible scenes, quite frankly. Yeah, I th- the reason that people were saying that the brother-in-law, or whatever it is, the brother of the Prime Minister, would possibly fly on the drone is because apparently the brand of drone yeah. only has a quite a limited range, <laughs> yes. and it couldn't have been anyone so, from much further away. Yeah, yeah. so, so someone sort of outside, down, someone, just outside us. Someone inside the stadium, by the looks of it, has got remote controls and is going... Yeah, no, because it's a serious point. Because they knew it was such a flashpoint, I'm led to believe that all the regular fans, in quotes, were quite firmly searched... Yeah, yeah. And, but the VIPs area wasn't searched. <laughs> right. So they think that's, they've I mean, that's, a, big, that's a big old drone. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and you can't really arrest that man and put him in, you know, in prison because if he ever goes out for like exercising yeah. in the exercise yard, mm-hmm. you're going to like, well, we can't let you out because you've got a drone. Pete, yeah, it'll just come and pick you up. I'll yeah. say what we're all thinking. Arrest the drone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I thought when they pulled the flag down, it might pull the drone down as well. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> just fly yourself around and score a goal in the last minute. Yeah. But one of the things that Kolarov was doing, which was nice to see, was he was stopping yeah. the Serbian fans throwing things at the Albanian players yeah. by standing with them and saying, stop this, stop this, don't throw... This stuff because obviously they're not going to throw it at the one player. Yeah, it was one play. particular player. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, it was Kolarov, definitely. Yeah, the, it was that Kolarov. was definitely Kolarov. No one particular player. He was, he was uh, shielding. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 The what? worst thing is that this has given Man United fans ideas about drones. They're going to be yeah, all over no. the pitch now, just chasing They'll players around. Oh, I thought you meant maybe tackles maybe, on their own. Maybe banners. Oh yeah, the banners will be attached to the drones. You'd be saving a bit of money on the old plane flyover. I mean, what drones are fairly expensive, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Where'd you get? You probably can't hire one. You probably have to buy one. Yeah, that's fair enough. What I like, what I like about is like Mark. It was Mark Atkinson, wasn't it? Yeah, the referee. Can you imagine? He's just saying, oh, that Chelsea ghost goal. That was easier than this, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I yeah. stuck to domestic football. I'll tell you what, something I find quite interesting to come out of this is that there have been um, <coughs> precedents set by UEFA. Hmm. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I didn't know this until today. Of, of keeping nations apart. Yeah, that's in right. Qualifying. England and Scotland yeah, usually be kept apart. Right, so they know for, uh, the, the only things that are in place at the moment are Spain and Gibraltar are kept apart. Mm. <laughs> that's annoying for Spain, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Great for Gibraltar. Yeah. Um, Actually, they would have probably called that. Apparently, Russia and Georgia are still kept apart, and Azerbaijan and Armenia are still kept Surely apart. Surely, Russia must have to keep apart from everyone. But England, well, I think maybe in Ukraine they might. Uh, might England have to in the has invaded everyone <laughs> at some point. Britain. England, India. Right, we'll have Luxembourg, <laughs> we'll have San Marino in there, yeah. Yeah. we will have uh, Azerbaijan, we'll have them in there. We're not having Spain in there because we've been at war with them before. We're not having France. Yeah. No, we're not having Germany, obviously. Argentina. Yeah, Argentina, the no. Dutch. Well, no, Argentina aren't going to be in the European. Where does it end? <laughs> Where does it that's end? That's what I want to know. Yeah. And so if, if that's the case, and you, and you, it's a good point to make about the passions that the Albanian players have automatically thought, well, this is our flag. Clearly, passions are running so high, there's been civil war and unrest and all sorts for mm. fairly recent years. Why are you for not keeping that apart? Is it because the, mm. the countries didn't request it? Well, I think Possibly. so. That was what I read. They, they had right. both requested that uh, they'd not be kept apart, but there would be 
restrictions on fans. Right, OK. Uh, it was all that passport. Yeah, they're clearly not ready. But Serbia have got horrendous history with this sort of fan behaviour. I mean, if you think back, it was a partisan Belgrade fans who had the anti-Semitic banner against Spurs. They had problems with the Bosnia game a few years ago. If you're just a regular football fan from Serbia, you must be so frustrated. I mean, I think we're sort of losing sight of the main problem here, which is someone was able to fly a fucking drone into the stadium. This goes for a problem for This goes... This goes further than politics. This is a man with a remote control drone to be flying fair, it around. I mean, that's antisocial at best. It's yeah, one of the most true. creative ways I've seen a game being... I'm surprised it hasn't been number four, to be honest. You probably yeah. saw that um, that paper aeroplane in, uh, in the... Was it the Peru, Peru match? Game. In yeah. the Peru match. We should try yeah. and get a live... Like a drone for the next live podcast. Just yeah. to fly it around the audience. Yeah. Just probably like, quite expensive, I well, uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm just... I'm intrigued well, you by pay for it, so yeah. <laughs> But yes, I, think... I, I predict, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, or whatever. I but I right. predict, no, that Serbia fans will, again will be heavily punished for this. They have to be because mm. they've got. A track well, the Albanians, yeah, as well. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, it was. It came from one of their own. You'd imagine. Nobody wins. Um, uh, Denmark and Portugal. Portugal won away from home. Uh, they needed that Just result. The Cristiano score. Yes. Yeah. What a header it was! Climbing mm. above uh, the defender it. and goalkeeper. That big horse's neck. My goodness. My goodness. Um, uh, right. Oh, one international friendly to talk about. Brazil four, Japan zero. Neymar scored all four in Singapore, and the hall included a perfect hat trick. Mm. He's now forty goals in fifty-eight internationals. Yeah, no, that's like. And he's only, he's only twelve years old. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pele's their top scorer was 77. You forget what a phenomenal talent he had for... Yeah, 77 in like 90-odd games or something. Yeah, 92, yeah. I think. So Because um, I was thinking, 40 goals, or he must be quite near the, the record. No, it's Brazil. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They have proper goal scorers. The, the stadium they scored, they played in was amazing. The music they were playing when they oh Brazil scored. It sounded like you completed a race on Mario Kart. Yeah, and the, the, the I'm roof. not sure if that was the TV doing that. Oh, was it? Okay. If that was a particular TV it was, channel. It was very weird, though, but the roof had a screen on it. Yeah. Which was saying goal every time they scored. But what was particularly odd was how many Japanese fans were celebrating the absolute rinsing of their own team. <laughs> mm. They're celebrating weird. football. Well, they love Neymar, don't they? Yeah, mm. celebrating football. Well, actually, but it, well, the game was in Singapore, though. Ah, yeah. right. Well, that'd be why that is. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was in Japan. Probably yeah, me too. Yeah. There we are. There I think we are. Brazil are on some sort of Gillette World Tour, aren't they? I think it's a sponsored tour. Right. I think they. I think they almost like doing that. It seems to me that that's happening in, in perpetuity, like forever. They, mm. they play in friendlies all over the place. They did one in South Africa not so long ago. Yeah, Globetrotters, mm. mate. Globetrotters. Yeah. Yeah. It's a brand. Um, is it time for Pete's mystery voice? Yeah, it can be. Yeah. If you fancy it. Let's do it. Well, uh, Pete's mystery voice basically uh, involved this. I think overall I thought we did, did enough. I think that uh, I thought we dominated the first half and were, were very good. Uh, and got an early goal and, and I thought we controlled the game the first half. That was last week's uh, mystery voice. Mm. Any ideas, guys? No. I'm sure you've got a few... Uh, what's said about that? Um, a lot of people are getting involved this week, but uh, only one person got it right. Oh, oh good. Wow. Good. Because it was bloody hard, quite yeah. frankly. Uh, Ryan Cornwell for Pablo Zabaleta. Uh, Kevin Blackwell says Neil Jolliffe. Uh, Fabio Moza says uh, Diddy Haman. No, not Diddy, Diddy Haman. I think Neil um, Jolliffe says Kevin Blackwell, not the other way around. Uh, yeah, that probably makes sense. <laughs> Chris Key says, is it Mike Phelan? Love Chris Key. Uh, <laughs> uh, Luke Chadwick, Richard Ward says, uh, I have literally no idea. May it be noted <laughs> that it took me a one. while to realise that Luke Moore wasn't actually the Luke Moore of Aston Villa. Uh, a lot of Pablo Zabaleta, weirdly enough. Uh, Stuart Crawford of Cheadle Town says Graham Rooney. Uh, no, uh, none of those people. Put us out of our misery, Pete. One person uh, got it right. Let me just get the uh, get the old message up. Just feel free to talk amongst yourselves. I wonder who it is, guys. I can't wait to find out. Yeah, this is going to be great. Mark Booth says, 
Scott Sellers. Oh, oh what wow. a guess. Then the reason why he knows this is because I think I might have conducted the interview. <laughs> <laughs> still counts. So it still counts. Future friend of the Ramble, Mark Booth. Thank you, Mark Booth, the content producer for City Football Marketing. So, oh, so well That's done, fantastic. Mark Booth. Nice. An, an easy one for him, but yeah. a very hard one for everyone else. Yeah. That's absolutely fantastic. Yes. And uh, this is this week's clip. The toneurstelling was for my best... Um... Best moeilijk te bevatten. Alleen, ik was wel op een punt dat ik na 17 jaar voetbal wel voelde. And if you know who that is, uh, just uh, put it in the subject line of uh, an email to voice at thefootballramble.com. Die teleurstelling was voor mij best, uh, best moeilijk te bevatten. Alleen, ik was wel op een punt dat ik na 17 jaar voetbal wel voelde. There you go. There Speaking you go. of emails, we've had a couple of emails. Um, one from Adam Fennelly, who said, uh, going on from the hard man, the hardest Premier League manager. Yeah. Um, he's saying that uh, he would like to back up um, our claims. Well, look at my claims, really. Nigel Pearson. Of, of Pearson, yeah. Because he says, I remember um, this article surfacing on uh, Leicester City Forums a few months back, and this is an article that Henry Winter wrote in The Telegraph um, about Pearson fighting a pack of wild dogs with his hands. Um, uh, and his stick, his walking stick. I heard about this. Didn't he dive mm. in some stinging nettles to get away from? Yeah, them? He, yeah, he was. He, Not hard, is it? Well, um, <laughs> Pearson went backpacking to Romania, getting trains all the way there. I say backpack. I mean, he, he did go backpacking. He goes hiking though. He likes a bit. Of yeah, no. hiking. So he went to the Carpathian Mountains, um, and uh, he bear was, grill stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, he yeah. Was, apparently he was well aware, according to Henry Winter, that there was vicious dogs that inhabit the area. So he obviously did his research. That's why he went big time, <laughs> big time. Well, it, it, there's a problem. Yeah. That he needs solving. Um, uh, so the dogs started on him, so to speak, and uh, he used his stick to blind a couple of them. <laughs> Bang! Have that in the eyes. Yeah. And then he Good. dived into uh, uh, some some nettles because the dogs won't go in there because it stings their noses and it's very sensitive. Oh, and good it's knowledge, isn't it? It's just great bushcraft. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> you take great. the stings yourself. What about his nose? Well, Nigel Pearson's dog's world is all through its nose, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's uh, they're not going to uh, do that. So he came out of the uh, of the nettles, thinking, "Well, that's that finished with." Mm. But the dogs came back again, and and, and he, he was pinned up against the tree, um, fought them off until the dogs thought, "Do you know what? We're not going to win this." this. Guy's too hard, and off they went. That happened, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. And nice happened. to see a footballer not just going to Ibiza. <laughs> yeah. Instead, indulging in some necessary but still sad cruelty to animals. Yeah. <laughs> so a- Adam says, you know, well, him or them, Jim. Him or them, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Adam said sensational stuff from the big man. Uh, absolutely no question that he's the hardest manager. There you go. I feel like well, we've made that well, correct we decision. Don't know that. Yeah. To prove this, we have to set a pack of wild dogs on every other Premier League manager Bruce. and see how they get on with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't feel the first three. <laughs> <laughs> He'd start taking chunks out of them. The, only, um, the, only, the, the way Steve Bruce would know what's happening is when his blood sugar starts to get a bit low. <laughs> I'm going to um, uh, do a little recap for those who are at the live show because this is, this is too good not to uh, include on the show. Going on um, strange uh, footballers' names, or uh, not footballers, football teams' names. We enjoyed a number of them in the Scottish Cup, of course. Patrick Sellier, I think he's a South African man, um, gave us a few from, from the continent of Africa. He said, in Ghana, you've got Ebzua Dwarves. That's good. Very nice. Yeah. Um, it's annoying this because I want to say the same little comments that I said on the live show. You know, Do don't, don't play the ball in the air, um, <laughs> I mean, which it, is just offensive yeah. um, <laughs> or, or practical. Yeah. Um, it's still offensive. And Pete, do they want to win or not? <laughs> <laughs> International allies. 
Oh, that's strong. Mm. That's very very good, strong. very good. Hearts of Oak, of course, Luke's team. Are we supposed to be pretending that we haven't heard these? Yes, yeah, yeah, Okay, yes. sorry. Oh, Hearts of Oak. Yeah, I love Hearts of they Oak. Are. Hearts of Lions? Oh, they could play Hearts of Oak in the Cardiac Derby. Hey! <laughs> 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 that was a genuine off-the-cuff comment from Luke Moore at the live show. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's less strong um, when, you, when you hear them. In, uh, uh, it's it, still very strong. In, in <laughs> Ethiopia, Ethiopian coffee is, is yeah, very good. Wonderful. Ethiopian insurance. Um, in Botswana, naughty boys. <laughs> oh, that's my favourite. Danny Dyer's team. Um, Botswana Meat Commission FC. I love that. That is superb, isn't it? They commissioned meat. <laughs> Makes it sound like that's, what, that, that's describing them acquiring players. Botswana Defence Force. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Solid. As we Clean said again, sheets. I want to see them play international allies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot you said that. That was lovely. Um, Golden Bush is another team. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Solid. And then uh, the last two, Ramblers FC of Namibia. There, there you go. And uh, <laughs> and the best one uh, from Zimbabwe, of course, Wanky Colliery FC. Yeah. Wow. A wanky Colliery, whose manager is Nation Jube. That's a great name. That's the name of the manager there. Love Patrick, it. that went down an absolute storm at the live show. We can't mm. thank you enough for Trust that. Trust us. Yeah, yeah, it really did. <laughs> um, uh, there we are. Uh, highlights of the week, have we got time? Got, I've got quite a few. Good. Got a few minutes, haven't we? Yeah, do it, man, do um, it. This is from... Uh, Fat PK I think he might be a friend of the Ramble yeah, he's always mm, tweeting it yeah. he says uh, my highlight of the week was a bohemian supporter on Friday calling a Sligo player a fat necked clown shoed biscuit barrel for the piss there you go wow <laughs> and it's Fat PK so he'd know he would know exactly um, what else have we got on here let's have a look oh, I've got a few big shop updates but I'll come to them in a minute Okay. Um, Shane Wilkinson's highlight of the week bizarrely is the bullshit being spewed about the Kidderminster Harrier's pie. Yes, it's £4.50. Yes, it's pricey. Mm. But that's because it's a massive bloody meal in itself. It's homemade. It's not pucker pie shit. I'm getting pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Shane. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. A wow. Kidderminster warrior. Just have yourself <laughs> a pie and calm down. Yeah, mm. I agree, yeah. Um, Joe Lindsay says, <laughs> a lad on the opposite team in my Sunday league game kicking me so hard in the shin that he broke his own leg. Oh, my wow. God. No injury to me. Match got cancelled. Hashtag here comes the ambulance. <laughs> Whenever there's a leg break in 11s, the match always gets cancelled. I've never seen one. Disappointing, Horrible. I think. Um, what Thank else have we got here? Simon Muir, he says, uh, I enjoyed the mention of Keith last week, the Scottish team, Keith. Yeah. I used to have a colleague who played for them, so I looked out for their results. A few seasons ago, their top goal scorer was somebody with the surname Keith. Excellent. <laughs> it looked amazing on the video print. Keith, Keith. Keith. Mm. Like a um, man's man. I think I got the result wrong. I said the Rangers beat them 8-1. I think it was 10-1. Yeah. Um, do you want some big shop updates? Nobody Absolutely. tweeted me about that, did they? <laughs> um, go on. Peter Andrew says, big shop uh, update. If you have to shop hungry, buy a snack at the start and eat it on the way round. No, no, you guys no know. that's just rude. That's common. No, that's common. common. It may look rude, but it's good practical advice. It will stop you wasting money. No, yeah, that's well, that's piss poor practice. Yeah, exactly. So Tesco does, doesn't want you doing that uh, for two reasons, You'll get then. chucked out. Yeah. But you can pay for it at the end. Exactly. You just keep the barcode. No, if you that's a fat man talking. you two being prude. No, if you don't get Big shop prudes. Peter, this is... A political hot potato, mate. We'll have to discuss this after <laughs> the show. Don't finished. eat a potato on the way around. Well, on a slightly <laughs> related tip, but slightly different, uh, Tom Grater, I'm sure this has been covered, but always eat a meal before a big shop. Otherwise, you'll just end up with a trolley full of Doritos and custard cream. Much Similar. better advice. I'll say I ate the dips. Mm. <laughs> Joe Hall, uh, don't be afraid to try new places. The Sainsbury's, <laughs> I know, 
I know Shopat is further away than Asda and Morrison, but on a weekday evening between six and eight, it's almost deserted. Perfect conditions Don't for a shop. Don't be afraid to try new places. And I'll finish this one from Patrick Hedigan, who says, Big Shop tip, do not buy an Albanian flag when moving into a new flat. <laughs> so that we could all get behind Patrick. So got six and eight. Between six and eight, that's when everyone's picking up their shopping, isn't well, it? Not to, according to go to and cook the, the evening meal. Not according to your man. Yeah, yeah not in go. that particular supermarket. In the Clearly two not. others, perhaps. Weird. Yeah. There we are. Strange. Um, uh, that is the end of the football ramble this week, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And of course, get yourselves over to the website, thefootballramble.com, for that wonderful article um, that Kelly wrote. And, and more. Other stuff. A more. Just like, There's a, a lot more. There's a forum on there. Get on the forum. There's loads of people yeah. chatting about football. It's mm. great. Yes, yes. We're going to start using the forum a little bit more from uh, next week. So we, we perhaps have been a little bit uh, a bit quiet on the old forum. So uh, we're going to get we're going to ramp it up a bit, guys. Ramp it up. Don't worry, forum mates. I just fire wanna, it up. I just want to thank a couple of people who uh, attempted to help me um, try and fix our dirty live show mess when it came to uh, trying to rescue the audio over the last couple of days. So thank you to uh, Matt Wing, thank you to Stuart McMillan, thank you to Ian Kerr, uh, thank you to Michael Lewis and Ed Barbour as well. Uh, Ed Barbour's uh, currently having a crack at the at the full thing. Uh, something might come. Out like that something possibly won't I don't know but you it's, got this uh, one now anyway you got this yeah, one right. to, to, to plug the gap and obviously thank you for everyone who, who came down very much thank so. you for the two people who stayed in my house uh, because <laughs> really? I really am do you not know this no, uh, we, we, I, I we also we also put a young lass up in a hotel. Well, because no no yeah, guys yeah, are coming to my house. You did that. <laughs> Let's make that very clear. Honourable. Oh, no, we all paid for it. Don't worry about that. No, it's an honourable thing to do. Yeah, yeah it's very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I well, I mean, what I will say, what yet. I will say for the next show. Yeah. I mean, don't just expect us to put you up because that's mental. Yeah. 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 Well, well, hopefully, we'll hotels for everyone. Hopefully, we'll do some shows outside of London. Yeah. So we won't be able to put you up. Yeah. Exactly. People keep tweeting us about that, and we really are intending to do that. So yeah, don't worry. You can enjoy me trying to play a sperm instrument on stage yeah. Yeah, did they miss we... know about your electronics musical sperm yeah I know there's loads of stuff they kind of missed out they missed out on the videos they missed out on but you know was their fault for not getting a ticket exactly <laughs> so um, uh, ready but, for the next time big thanks for specifically, I know people travelled far and wide but two chaps from Scotland yeah. Mm. a couple of people from Wales as well. Brighton, a few people from Brighton, the Colchester, coming. including me. Northern from, Ireland, where were you? Guy from, guy from Columbia. Yeah. What? Lush nice made that up. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought that Luke, would have been clear. Luke went, um, on, Luke went on straight after the show. We stayed on for drinks. Come on, that's enough. Um, Absolute Radio business. Yeah. Absolute Radio. Uh, we do have a live Barclays Premier League commentary match from 3 o'clock. Uh, John Champion and Clark Carlisle in the commentary box once again uh, with a Sex Pistol on the show and also a uh, little bit of uh, Barclays Premier League commentary from 3 o'clock. It you... is <laughs> Arsenal versus Hull. Do you mean a member of the Sex Pistols yes. or actual Sex Pistol? <laughs> yeah. Russ Williams is going to get his money out. Pete's sperm instrument yeah, yeah. Mm. that sounds like a thing we've made up but I can promise you it's real <laughs> mm. disappointing performance wonderful mm. say goodbye Jim goodbye Jim say goodbye Luke goodbye say goodbye Pete goodbye nice goodbye from me Boop. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.